now recording. All right, cool. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Tyranny of Thumbs podcast, a gaming podcast where we are just five friends who play a game each week, and then we talk about it. And uh, after hearing all of the shenanigans that went on last week, I am here to say that I'm here to whip these boys in the shape. You know, they've done they've done just about everything when I left. They, you know, offended Russians everywhere with the tracksuit phenomenon. And then we also got banned in China. So way to go, guys. We're proud of you. Sorry, Mom. You're welcome. <laughs> but also fuck the Chinese government. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so <laughs> My computer just shuts down like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have downloaded all that shit off the internet. oh no it was fun times all around and i'm very happy to hear that you guys really like detention because unfortunately well i liked detention but detention on mobile actually really sucks and so i'm a little bit sad that i didn't get the opportunity to play it on the computer interesting what did you you give us just a brief bit like what what's wrong about it on on mobile uh, it's just not a good game. So, like, you know, you, you it's a side-scrolling game, and there are ghosts that hang out in the shadows. But the thing is, when you play uh, in landscape mode on your phone, your thumbs rest on the sides of the screen, and you need to tap the sides of the screen to get your character to walk. Well, your thumbs cover up the ghosts. And so what happens is you're walking, and then suddenly you're being attacked, and then you die. And it sucks. So, wasn't really a fan of that. I kept on dying a lot more than I needed to. And then also, just to kind of click to interact with doors and everything was really jank. So, you know, when you have your little food offerings, what I literally do is, like, do the food offering, place it on the ground, and then try to enter the next door and instead just, like, fly off the screen (laughs) to the next room (laughs) and lose my food offering, and I had to repeat that, like, several times. Like, it's just very finicky. It's it's a beautiful game, and I've watched playthroughs of it. I can appreciate the game, but unfortunately, I just had a bad time on mobile, so I was just like, eh, unfortunate. But we're all Mm. good. Yeah, you know, it kind of begs the question of, like, is it, like, you know, if you're, okay, from a developer's perspective or a publisher's perspective, it makes a lot of sense to put a game like that on mobile, you know, and especially when you think, like, it probably could pull it off. It's not that complicated, but you, if, I mean, if, if your experience is shared by others, then it really is short changing people on this game and, like, you sold it to them, yes, but, like, they're not going to really get the experience, so they're not going to sit there and come back to your next game, like, super hyped, because uh, they were like, what the fuck is this? That's a shame, too, because... When McCoy and I were playing, we kept remarking about how Zoe would love this game. I know. I know. And I can confirm after watching a Let's Play that I do love the game. It's really cool. And I really like what they did with it. (laughs) Just unfortunately, either I have really fat thumbs that are not good for (laughs) side-scrolling platformers on my mobile phone. It's probably that one. You're probably just not like a pro iPad user or whatever. Dude, oh my god, the worst shit ever was I was watching the the tenth year anniversary uh, League of Legends stream where they announced a bunch of games, and first of all, that was awesome. That's not the bad shit. Okay. Um, but what was hilarious about that is they announced like League on mobile, and just like I was sitting there and I was having this conversation with Elena about how like because we like to watch 
garbage on television, usually on Twitch. Just we like to watch garbage sometimes. So we watch like the really small esports that like they're all just like pretending to be football or they're pretending to be like Rainbow Six or something. Like they're trying to be the big esports. And I'm like, dude, you can make anything in esports. It's just so cheap. And it's like, I, I hate to be a hater, but some of this stuff is not very good. And then I was thinking like, here's the perfect case in point. League and Legend, League of Legends on mobile is going to be an esport at some point, and that's going to be awful. Have because... you seen Call of Duty mobile? No. Oh, yeah. Is it awful? Oh, yeah. Wait. Dude, but I'm just saying, like, because Wait. there's literally <laughs> already exists Call of Duty on PC, which is high skill, like, super intense. The esports scene is lively as hell. And then they're going to have, like, a yeah, mobile version where everyone's just missing. All of the good stuff. Yep, there is now Call of Duty mobile. <clears throat> really? Mm hmm. Wow. Jeez. So next week on the Games Club podcast, we're going to be playing Call of Duty Mobile. (laughs) (laughs) And I will just be raging in a corner, sticking out my thumbs, being like, why? Why?" Okay, wait. Is it possible that you just have a small phone and not large thumbs? It's an iPhone 10. It shouldn't be that small. I think it's more likely that it's just a shitty phone port. Why is it not an iPhone 11? It also maybe was intended for like an iPad kind of situation. I was going to say, I'm going to maybe transfer the purchase over to my iPad and see if that's a better situation for me. Here's a fun tip, Everything is just very tiny. Try using the computer. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, you know. But I don't want to spend another $5, McCoy. Oh, my God. It's more than $5. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like 13, but it's fucking well worth Yeah, I Have get you it. thought about moving to Android? <laughs> <laughs> That'll not solve it. the problem. <laughs> That's like the we most are, like... We are... <laughs> no, go ahead. We're now a tech podcast, everyone. <laughs> now a tech podcast. So what do you guys think of the AirPods 2? Not a lot new in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. It felt like a lot of air in that update. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we are not a tech podcast. Instead, and well, and nor did we play Detention this week for a second time, unfortunately. But this this week we played uh, Yomawari Night Alone, which is a um, Japanese horror game created by. And I'm sorry for offending all these Japanese people listeners that we have because it's a it's made by Nippon Ichi Software. NIS is what I'm going to say. Made by NIS in 2015 and then released in English in 2016. So uh, it's a it's a lovely little game where you play as a little girl who's just lost her dog and sister and she has to go find them. That's about it. Right, guys? Oh, my right? dream. Is that why? Why? <laughs> that's your dream. <laughs> just that's your nightmare. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I want to say before we even start, if you, the listener, for some reason have not played this game already and you feel like you want to play this game, please understand that there's a mechanic in this game where you save at these statues <laughs> and it's, they call it quick save, okay, and you pay a coin to do it and it's more like a checkpoint and if you quit the game, okay, before, act like if you quick save and quit the game instead of actually going home to the actual save point in your house and saving there officially... You will lose progress, and um, it will hurt a lot. So that's just my warning out there to those people. Um, you know what else hurts a lot? Playing this game. <laughs> Dude, James. Hey, James, has- tell us about how you, how you, how, uh, what are your feelings on horror games, James? Fuck horror <laughs> games. Coming around, bro? That's a hot take. Yeah, yeah no, they're my favorite. <laughs> to stop playing. 
We got him. <laughs> Did you guys hear that that Riot's making a horror game? It's called League of Legends on mobile. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> or maybe that's just my perception of that game. All right, all right, all right. I'm done. But um, yeah, like this. I actually, you know, James. Go into a little more why this game particularly bothered you. I just, I'm curious because it's like, is it, did it bother you because it was scary? Did it bother you because the mechanics were hard or what, what, what got to you, man? Uh, so, so like maybe, you know, after 20, 30 seconds of walking your dog, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is the, the intro to the game, <clears throat> uh, it gets hit by a fucking truck and dies. Yeah, you threw the pebbles. smashed yeah, all you, across the road. You don't even have time to Google, does the dog die for this game before the dog dies? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Dude, um, I was actually, so, but and really, then I was, was like, fuck this surprising? game and turned it off. And that was the end of my first day playing this game. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome. I totally get that. I thought that was like a really kind of, it, it's almost like a fun question mark inter- like it's the first jump scare in the game is just like and your dog gets hit by a fucking truck and it's like wowzers okay we're getting right in here huh it's yeah. it's, it's the parallel be- like it, it's the it's the juxtaposition with the fact that you're playing a tutorial essentially because yep. you're just walking your yep. dog and it's like move the left analog sticks to like move your dog yeah it's like and press a then, to you know, toss a stone Oh, your yeah, your dog chased stone. after the stone. Oh, I got hit by a dread. Oh my god! <laughs> this game needed those like Far Cry endings where it's like the secret ending where like if you don't toss the stone, your dog just lives and then you go home and yeah. it's all as well. Over. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I did like restart the game to see if I could change direction of like tossing the stone, and I did actually try to just sit there for a bit because I was actually hoping for a Far Cry ending. And spoilers, <laughs> it does not. No, it does <laughs> it not. It just will be like, press the three button to th- toss the stone, please. <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will say like that scene, that opening scene might might be my favorite part of the whole game like just because it was like oh my fucking god we're in this dude i got so much hate uh hate texts from elena yeah when you guys started playing yeah <laughs> she's just like gabe what the fuck i know she's just not particularly into like animals dying like humans can die left and right you know and she's desensitized to that like all the rest of america but like <laughs> why the fuck am i baiting politics on my own podcast am i an idiot anyways um <laughs> yes no, but seriously, like the only part about that intro scene that I actually thought they could have done better was I wish they had hit the title screen. Like I wish when it cut to black, they had just like cut to the Yomamari trailer music and then the title screen for Yomamari. Because <laughs> it's just like that. That's just absolutely my favorite fucking like just bait and switch in the whole game. Just right there. Because it's just it's like. I you know I don't know what you guys were doing, but I was probably having some stupid conversation with Elena about like, oh yeah, do you think the brightness is up enough? And then it was just like, oh fuck, we are in now. Like, <laughs> check those gamma levels, and my dog's dead. Holy shit! <laughs> so. Yeah, you almost want to be very cat lady esque with the whole like chopping off of the arm, and then it just goes the cat lady with some like heavy metal music in the background, and you're like, yeah. That is exactly what I wanted. Yeah, my dog's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I was like, and then you know she pulls out the machine gun or whatever, and just like goes. (laughs) I actually love. So in this game, you collect a bunch of random stuff, and they have little cute descriptions and all sorts of things like that. But like, they basically don't do anything, and they only serve the purpose of at the very end of the game 
if you like beat the game and then you go back in again and you talk to your sister, she'll be like, you picked up a lot of stuff out there that wasn't yours. You should really stop doing that. She gives you like a little scold. <laughs> like, like they're teaching you like, what is wrong with you? It's like, stop taking shit. And you're like, oh, yeah. fair point. Also, like the things that this little girl decides to pick up or it's like, oh, hey, I like this newspaper. And she picks that up and it's like, oh, a human skull. Neat. And yep. she just crams that in <laughs> yeah. her backpack. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, girl, what? And it's like, hey, I found a dead bug. It's like, girl, stop, please. <laughs> just like, a broken crayon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, someone's someone's male. Girl. <laughs> the blood oh, look, yeah, a exactly. fingernail on the edge of the cliff. Perfect yeah. for my collection. <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. What I, one of the things that I want to start the conversation about in terms of this game is talking about its difficulty. And I say that because this game... Okay, look, I gave you that look like, yeah, you're not MLG enough for this game. I get it. No, I get it. It's the Dark Souls of top-down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but actually, I think there are a lot of comparison points. Can we get, can we get a timestamp for the, the buzzers there? It's like Already there, on it. <laughs> thank you. There are a lot of similarities, actually, to Dark Souls, but I actually think... What I wanted to talk about was that the mm. difficulty in this game actually doesn't serve it as it does in Dark Souls. In other words, I actually think I was thinking about this a lot, and I was talking with Elaine about this too. But it's just that scary games, like the kind of like the opposite of what they want, is to kill you over and over again and have you try something over and over again because then you get very habituated and very like you understand what dying is you understand what that monster is you understand exactly how you need to avoid it the next time and you sort of get taken out of the scariness of it because it's forcing you to like hit it over and over and over again whereas it feels like you might be more in the experience if it was less difficult and you could like continue being scared but like maybe just get by or die a little bit less Did anyone else feel that when playing that's actually pretty that sums up my thoughts on it pretty well like i've got some additional things to add to you but like that is the crux of of something i was going to say is the difficulty does not serve this game at all and i don't think it was done particularly well and doesn't really fit the um the rest of the tone of the game yeah i noticed there's some yeah. weird instances where you know certain enemies you could like die over and over and it wouldn't change but then other instances where especially with like the more like the unique monsters yeah where you could come to like a spot where the monster would, you know, like jump out of you and pretty much just like kill you regardless of what you could do. Yeah. Cause it just caught you so off guard. But then if you went back to that spot, it wouldn't do it again. Yeah. And then you and could get the item behind game, it. And you're yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. This is a, it, it, it was like a lot of just unclear and like switching it up where like something could kill you over and over or something would just kill you once and that was it. Yeah, this game had a lot of Nintendo hard to it, where it is just like the first time the human faced dog jumps at you from one of the bushes, like the, the, your reaction time cannot be fast enough. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and you just are guaranteed to die. And like mm. they did that a lot. There's like a lot of instances where that happened, and there were some instances where it's like um, where like the the giant ball monster with the teeth in the eyes. Okay, that describes most of them. Uh, the monster in the factory towards the end, and you're at that uh, T-shaped cross in the catwalk. Sure. Damn it! Yes. yes. Oh yeah, there's a couple places yeah. like that for no, sure. No, it's like, it's like you have to immediately be running and also like clip the edge of the corner perfectly correctly, or you die. And it's like, I'm sure it's not exactly frame tight, but it feels like it. Yeah. And because yeah. this game also has like really unclear what is pathable and what is not, I would often get myself backed into a corner and die. Mm -hmm. Um, and it. it 
your comparison to Dark Souls is interesting because I didn't find a Dark Souls uh, challenge to be frustrating. Um, often because uh, you're learning on every on every repeat and getting better in ways that transfer from scenario to scenario. Um, in this, that is not the case. There's a lot of times just like, ah, well, that was a lot of bullshit. Um, and also, okay, this happened a lot, but the, the one that really sticks out in my mind is the um, the dead girl on the cliff the scene you're going to yeah that was exactly what i was gonna say she frustrated me so much Mm -hmm. the worst part about that isn't necessarily the like the challenge of it which is a little bit unfair because she has the 50 50 mix up where she just either appears in front of you or appears behind you and you have like three frames to yeah fighting game tech i'm talking about it Uh, you get three frames to to like read it which is like really hard yeah, um, I always go for the high-low like, mix-up, but like you said, 50 High-low <laughs> <laughs> high high grab is where it's at, 30-30-30. Anyway, um, reasonable. So uh, the thing with that is that it takes fully, um, I, I timed it on my phone, it takes, I think, 50 seconds to get from, uh, so like you go from the, the checkpoint statue, walk out, you have to sit through every time, hey, my flashlight doesn't work. And then you walk there and she jumps at you in a little cutscene, and you just walk away from her because she doesn't hurt you there. And then you walk to another place and she's there and there's like some choices you can make. But the first like two times you do it, you figure out what's going on. You hide in a bush. Uh, you wait for her to leave. Then you sprint down the way. And then there's like the really, really hard part. It takes you 50 seconds per checkpoint to get to the part that's actually difficult. Which is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. I mean, as a player, and this like, happens a bunch. Ouch! Um, like with the the meat monster in the factory, had another really like near frame tight sequence um, in order to get past it and get a key, and it was like thirty seconds to run across some catwalks to to yep. get back to where mm-hmm. the challenge started, which mm-hmm. is like utterly insane for a game that's trying to be challenging. Yeah, in fact, they actually it seems like they approached trying to fix this a little bit. Um, obviously not maybe to your liking or our liking or anything but in the sense of in the first half of the game maybe they use uh the statues for checkpoints and you get coins and it's a currency and you have to use them to get the checkpoints and so you can choose where you save in a sense like again checkpoint not save whatever you can choose that point and then they sort of just stop doing that at the end where they just start giving you checkpoints randomly in the middle of nowhere because they know you died (laughs) you know what i mean and they didn't even like attempt to put a statue there or do anything like that they just are sort of like now you're gonna do a run based sort of like you spawn at this crossroads or whatever it's okay it was was funny because actually i watched a a person on youtube playing that section with the the factory monsters i want to make sure i was doing it right because i kept dying over and over Mm mm-hmm and watching his playthrough, he didn't edit out his deaths. Oh, God. So he's just doing the same thing. I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing it right. I just got to be better. <laughs> Dude, what was really brutal is I watched a playthrough of, for me, the hardest part was the, I think it was essentially the last section before the final boss where there's these hands. Oh, God. Do you know what I'm saying? And you like. Yeah. Oh. For me, a hand got stuck on a, on a ledge and it's like, it's supposed to follow you and then get uh, dissipated by the light. Um, but it just didn't and I like couldn't actually bait it out until yeah. it was like I get to the position to bait it out and then I didn't have time to run away before it killed me yes. so I just died Oh yeah, and yeah. there was n- no recourse I had the giant hand come into the light and get me and I was like come on yeah dude I had the giant hand for the first like three or four runs that I did it like the first one specifically you get you go from the, the shrine to the light then there's hands on both sides of you and they both die to the light the one from 
the original section that one stopped for me like in the darkness like halfway through chasing you like four or five times in a row and i just thought that's what it did and so then in the just the midst of me just being so frustrated with like the rest of the section it all of a sudden started chasing me into the light yep and i was like what what is this that actually that happened to with the the factory monster because i finally saw the guy on the video beat that section where you have to like run you aggro the monster you go down like halfway down that alleyway mm-hmm. then he chases you so you have to run back let him pass you then you run back mm. and for the guy on the video when he started running back the monster only went down like half of the hallway or oh. the alley and then just stopped oh so then he had time to still explore and go get the key what? but on my yeah on my playthrough the monsters kept chasing me the whole time and i was like what the fuck no dude that, <laughs> that part was so hard and it was just like it was so funny because it was just like I don't know why it's always tied into this, but like, so I was playing for Elena and I'm like sitting there and she's like, she can tell I'm getting a little frustrated. And since she starts saying, she's like, oh no, it's okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fucking <laughs> fine. I can do this. I just have to be perfect. And it was just like, dude, I don't think this was the angle that they wanted for this like experiential story game ish, creepy experience thing. Um, they were clearly also... going for like difficult gameplay, but I think it undermines a lot of the rest of it. Sorry. Go ahead, Zoe. Yeah, I mean, I think like one of the issues I was having was the inconsistency with how a monster appears and how it acts. So like, for instance, at the very beginning of the game, you have these like invisible monster, like invisible transparent monsters who can go through walls and they can go through barriers. And it makes sense because they're invisible. And so then you like come across other areas where there's like solid looking monsters and so you think okay all i have to do is like go be like go behind this wall and you know they'll have to follow my path because i can't get through that wall and then they just go through the wall and kill me and i was like this makes sense um mm-hmm. and so that was just also very frustrating it just kind of seemed like they were like no we're just going to create these monsters they're just going to like fuck you over and mm-hmm. you're not going to real like you're not going to understand their behavior until it's too late um, and I think another one that like didn't make sense was in like the rice paddy fields. There's these like floating body type things <laughs> in like the in the water things. Those and guys are my favorite. They just go out onto the path God. and follow you, even though their animation is like a floating body. And you're like, this makes sense. The first time I saw <laughs> like one, they're floating I in water, and they're just like, yep, I'm gonna be floating around on this dirt path. Do, oh do, my do. God, yeah. The first time I encountered one, I started laughing so hard. <laughs> I was like, look at this thing. Dude, I remember when <laughs> Elena texted you because she was like, dude, oh my God, like this dog died. Like this is horrible and traumatic. And you're like, dude, this game's hilarious. And she was like, this dude, like, <laughs> like who is this guy? Yeah, because I was like, yo, have you gone to the rice paddies yet? That shit's hilarious. Yeah. But like to McCoy's point, I think it really does undermine a lot of it because like you get super desensitized to these things and they just stop being horror and start being like game mechanics to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, which like could have been fine. Um, I actually really liked the monster design in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that they had a pretty wide variety of them, and it was kind of interesting in a sense to like learn the quirks of each monster. It, it kind of felt like it's in a mythology, which is I think appropriate. It's like oh, you know, these ones you have to look at them, and you know, if you look at them, it's fine. It, it's similar to how they did in det- detention, where like you express certain behaviors to monsters, and it, and it works fine. Like the stupid stones that. That's that's another whole layer of bullshit. But if they taught it to you correctly, then it would have been a pretty cool monster. Um, but this game wasn't really yeah. into teaching. How do you guys feel about that? Yep. <laughs> so, okay. Agree. This is, 
so I actually wanted to talk about this because, okay, I first I will have the caveat. I flew in from London, like, on Saturday, and I had to play this game in one go on Sunday while jet lagged. So maybe I wasn't in the best mindset when coming into this game. That is the caveat I will give this. I was tired. I was cranky. But um, I was still excited to play it. But I think this game has a very steep learning curve at the introduction Mm -hmm. um, in terms of just like I was tossed out into your Japanese village after your dog dies and your sister disappears and suddenly all these monsters are all everywhere and it's like hide in this bush and you like hit the X button and you hide in this bush and you just see all these red blobs coming at you and you're like I have no idea what's going on maybe I'll get out of this bush now and then you die and you're like I have no idea what just happened to me. All I know is that my heart was pounding, there's red blobs everywhere, there was things chasing me, and now I'm dead. Like, it's an absolute clusterfuck at the beginning. And it's a little bit unfortunate, because it's just like, I had what I'd like to call map paralysis throughout the beginning, at least at the beginning of this game, where, like, you're tossed out into this city with the very vague objective of find sis and poro and you open your map and it's just a bunch of blank space that seemingly goes on forever and you're like well geez i don't know where i need to be going right now but then you walk places and things are attacking you and you're not quite sure how you need to act and therefore i i i obtained the achievement you stayed home which was sit in your house for 15 minutes because i was just like i don't want to go out there (laughs) like i just sat in my home for 15 minutes because i was like i i just i don't know where i need to go i don't know what i need to do i go out there my heart is thumping red blobs are coming towards me and then i get a screen of death and i don't like it i mean i'm not Um, gonna say that that wasn't like the best choice for that girl to make you know, just stay home and just wait for her parents <laughs> exactly. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I mean, like, and it also, it, it gets, well, and, and also the frustrating thing for me was, like, it gets easier as you unlock more shrines throughout the map and then therefore can unlock the teleportation system. But for a while there, when, like, you only have one shrine unlocked and, like, any time you venture out, you teleport back to that checkpoint, like... That was really frustrating for me. And then it was also frustrating because I thought you needed to pay money to teleport. So I'd be paying a coin every single time uh, just to teleport, not even just to save. And it only occurred to me when I was just like, you don't have any coins. Teleport to another checkmort. And I was like, wait, I could do this this whole time? Like, no. So, like, I was broke going around trying to find more checkpoints. <laughs> I was getting attacked left and right. I was having a bad time. <laughs> Although, it's super weird. The whole checkpoint system is like, if I feel like they meant for it to be something else and they were like, this isn't fun. And then they changed it to be nothing instead. Because it, like, it reduces into nothing, right? Because it saves all your progress always. If you pick something up and then die immediately afterwards, you still have that thing. Um, if you give it a coin, yeah. No, 
No, no, no. If you like, so you're at a checkpoint, you've just, you're at whatever checkpoint, it doesn't matter. You go out and you collect something and immediately, immediately die. It will bring you back to that checkpoint and you'll still have whatever item it was that you oh, picked yes. up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I really appreciated that a lot. No, it <laughs> was, was great nice. because I mean, without it, it would have been miserable. But at the same time, it's like, why bother even having checkpoints and having to pay for them? Because you can te- teleport from any checkpoint to any other checkpoint for free. And if you get anything, you have it forever now. So it's really just like you pay a coin for the privilege to not have to teleport. So why? Like this doesn't, it just, it takes out like a UI element step. You're you're paying for the right to make the UI less cumbersome. I think they agree with you in this, like I said, in the second half where they just stopped doing that. Even still, (laughs) they were like, never mind. Like we're not even doing this on the second half. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the saving system is weird. So wait, so you can pay coins extra, but what does that do? It just oh no, huh? No, I I mean that you like. No, I know. It I know you mean. Whether or not you, I know, okay. I know what you mean. I'm just saying you can also pay extra coin. Like no, I totally I see what you're saying. Um, it's strange. The but I I do I think the core idea behind it in theory is like you get to pay for your save points, and I think that's a really cool concept in a horror game. I don't think yeah. you know I don't think they necessarily like got there totally with this in this game but i i was like oh because at first i was like this is a cool concept for sure but then i was kind of like yeah wait so i can just teleport back from home so if i die it doesn't really matter (laughs) right (laughs) yeah it's like it's a system that reduces into nothing and that's like it's better than the alternative which is to actually have it be there and then have this game be so punishingly finicky i don't really want to call it like challenging because i just felt that it was mean like a lot of times it'd be like, oh, that small patch of rocks actually isn't pathable, so you got trapped in a corner and killed. Or like oh. it is pathable, but like the sides of it are way further out than you think they are, and they're gonna slow you down. And you're yeah. or, the, or this the monster's question a giant mark cube. pops up over your head for a bush, except that the bush is on the other side of a wall, and you know, therefore you can't reach it. So uh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that was always fun, like, walking in a dark area and just seeing, like, random question marks pop up, and you're like, what am I looking at? You're like, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) It took me a little while to figure out that it's, like, the question mark was, it's, like, a huge cone in front of you. If there's Mm -hmm. something that you can interact with, Mm -hmm. it's, you get a question mark. Um, And I was like, what am I supposed to be looking at? Yeah, I, I was so funny. I, like, last night, so I've been starting to do this a little bit more where I just, like, do, like, loose, like, a research after a game. Just not to, like, be like, I know what's going on, but just to be like, oh, did it have other endings? Like, I'm just curious. Like, what? And I saw this video, and it was called, like, like uh, Yomawari Night Alone, like, Speed Hack. <laughs> and it turns out if you, like, mash the run button, like, really, 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 really fast, then it doesn't deplete fast enough, but you get, like, three-fourths the run speed. Oh, yeah, I was doing that. You were doing that? Yeah. <laughs> What the pro I found some key parts where that came in handy. That's awesome. Like running away from the lady at the batty, yeah. batty fields. Yeah. It's so pretty I was just like, powerful. wait, does this work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious because yeah. he's like, if you want to get all the collectibles, like this is the way to go about it. And I was like, wait, no, I don't want to get all the collectibles. Dude, that's one. the hilarious thing. Because if you, because yeah, the game is like essentially like two games of like the story and then just like free roaming sandbox kind of. Yeah. Like just finding all these collectibles. Um, mm. And so the funny thing is when you look on like the time to be website, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you just want to do like the main story, it's like, you know, five hours roughly. 
Yeah. But then it's like, oh, if you want 100% the game, it's like 47 hours. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because there's just like so many collectibles. Yeah, it's like, no. Dude, reading a guide for this game after I beat it was like hilarious because he was like basically like hinting at this like Yomawari Night Alone community that like get all the the objects and stuff. I think I read the same one. Dude, I was like, whoa. Like that is not what I would have expected. I mean, of course, of course, right? But it was just like, uh, oh. Yeah, the guide I read was like, yeah, so you're in this new chapter, blah, 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 blah. If you don't care about collectibles, click here to skip to the story part. I was like, yep. <laughs> Thank that you. Was the, that was the walkthrough that I did. I, I got stuck on the man-dog puzzle because I had thought that I had explored every drain in the pool mm-hmm. and only found the torn bathing suit, but I didn't find the wet bone to actually bait the dog out. So I was getting frustrated because I was just like, I checked everywhere. And it's like, no, no, no. There's this fifth vent over here that you just like didn't check because you died yeah. before you even got to it. So uh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like it is a it is kind of like amazing how much more content is in this game than it initially meets the eye. And it kind of makes sense for the scope of the map that you see um there's a lot of areas of the map that don't get filled out if you choose not to go into those areas in between i guess like main story plot areas um and like there's so many like events that you can trigger and just like little fun easter eggs Mm -hmm. like for a moment of solace, I just decided to feed the alleyway cats with pet food because I was like, you guys are my friends. You won't attack me. And then my heart starts pounding. I was like, oh, fuck, something's behind me. Dude, actually, <laughs> I thought that that was super fun that the cats trigger your uh, like monster impulse because it's like almost a little bit like a joke. I don't know whether it's intentional or not, but it's a joke about the classic like, yeah. oh, it was just a cat thing from horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like yeah. crossing their path or something. I don't know. Yeah, it felt like some sort of reference to that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I also just envisioned think... this game being a lot of like this little girl just out in the streets yes. alone at, at night. So like everything's scary. Yes. And actually... Yeah, I think the plastic bags hit you with it too. Yes, the <laughs> plastic bags. I was like, can I interact with this? Like, but yeah. Um... Did you kick the cans at the the rice patties? Yes. I yeah. kicked the can. Yeah. Hell, yes. yeah. Hell yeah. I made sure to kick it so much because I was like, this is nice. This gives me agency. And if there's anything I like in a game, it's agency. Yeah. So I'm just going to kick this. I was kicking one of them at one of the floating guys for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just, it's so funny that like, I felt the need to like bust out like hardcore like like League of Legends online jukes for these ghosts. Where be like, okay, right, left, right, left, like just like <laughs> like hit him with the hit him with the circle move. You know, oh, you got like shit him out of stamina. Yeah. Fuck. No, exactly. well, that's like what you have to do. That's what you have to do, man. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like you, this game demands like pro play. I, it's yeah. crazy. Well, it's like either you can like try to play like quote unquote by the book with like using items. Um, to like distract them or whatever, but a lot of them, yeah, you can just like, yeah, juke around them. You and it's like later loser. <laughs> yeah, no, basically it's exactly but that. You need that for all the really difficult challenges. Yeah, it's true. Like you can you you can use a rock to distract like the little siren head dudes or like the the floaty wispy fellows that you first meet, but like the fucking ball from the factory is just like fuck you frame tight dodges go yep. yeah <laughs> yeah there's a couple of like weird i, I do uh. think I like the the enemy design though just in the sense of like i, I think they, i wish they could have like gone a little further with like playing with all your different mechanics so you could figure out like exactly what you need to do for which but there was like one enemy specifically that like the strat became like don't run 
when it's chasing you until it gets exactly on you and it'll send one of the two animations and you need your full run bar to get out. So it was like, walk casually as fast as you can (laughs) and just wait for them to do something. And then you either need to juke or you need to sprint out. And it's like, that's what you need to do. And so it's just like weird to watch me, my greedy self being like, don't run, don't run. Be cool. You're fine. You're fine. Run. Okay, run. Like, yeah. Um, so actually yeah that was also bullshit because that was that was the rice patty woman mm-hmm. and in the walkthrough it's like she'll scream for two to three seconds before she does her next thing and i was like that's bullshit because yeah. like it's literally like a split second thinking of like the next move she's gonna do it's like two to three seconds so they patch that out of the game or something <laughs> three frame 50 no. 50 mix up this character's op yeah can you see the fucking patch notes? We're like we thought people were getting away from this creature too easily so we shortened the time between scream and animation um <laughs> they were able they were able to keep the the horror and the mystique of of you know being a girl out alone at night um too well so we killed them over and over again until the monsters just became piles of mechanics and animations Mm -hmm. so that (laughs) actually brings up something i want to mention also which is that in contrast to the difficulty and to the mechanics and to all this that we've been talking about i think the premise of this game and the art style of this game is fucking awesome so the premise being you're a girl out at night and it's a little girl and you're fucking scared and shit's scary out there and you just hear noises and they freak you out. And like that part of it, I actually thought was really cool. And I thought like, well, I, I guess it almost made me double sad that it was so hard and that I was like dying all the time because I actually really liked that aspect of the game. And I, and I wanted to see more of it and I wanted to continue the flow of just being scared and rolling around and seeing what I find and running away and yeah, all that stuff. I, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's like a big disjointed like it's a disjointed narrative between gameplay and the actual story because like i saw it as like essentially just a a character study of a little girl experiencing like mortality like the the concept of mortality um now granted i only got through chapter five which was after after she discovers that poro's actually dead um that's as far as i got um but you discover that like, in the first chapter. <laughs> well, but you discover that in the first you're ten thinking, seconds. You, you, as the, you as the adult know that Poro is dead, but you know, you're playing this little child who, you know, even though technically you're like, yeah, that dog's dead, like she still kind of believes that Poro just kind of ran away. And so, you know, you're you're exploring this, you know, this this town and all these scary ghosts and, you know, all these um, spirits. And, you know, you, you go through a scene about a woman who fell off a cliff and, you know, this girl's, you know, seeing a dead body for the first time. And then finally, at least for me, finally, like, finally coming across the body of her dead dog and having it sink in for her that, like, oh, shoot, my dog is dead like Poro is dead and you kind of see those animations and it's very touching but yet with the gameplay when you're constantly just being sprayed with blood in front of your face of like bleh you're dead bleh you're dead like it really makes for a very disjointed narrative I felt which was just you know a girl trying to like you know experiencing all these thoughts of mortality for the first time like it really kind of took it away for me a little bit because I'm just like, 
yeah, you know your dog's dead. You died yourself 45 times back there in the forest alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. It definitely, for the longest time, it just feels kind of like, yeah, like it's the case of this girl who's shaken up because um, her dog died. And she's like, no, he's just missing. I have to find him. And my sister's missing also, so I have to find her. And it's within the realm of like, you know, somewhat feasibleness. Like, okay, sure. I can like have that suspension of, of disbelief for this. Um, for me, I, I, you know, I enjoyed the whole game through, but that, uh, that disbelief kind of came back at the end when you're in your house and she like gets the note and it's like, oh, I, I see that like the creature of darkness took my sister. And I was like, excuse me, what? And then the thing like shows up in your room, like tries to take you and you run out and go up to the shrine and then you fight that weird a skull made out of bodies. Yeah, that thing was weird. <laughs> and that was a point where I was like, what is happening? <laughs> then they're just playing around at this yeah. point. They're just fucking yeah. around. I was like, okay, this, this then, has gone off the rails. Yeah. And then you actually lose your eyeball at the end. Yeah. And that's just real. It's like, I really wish that they had kind of left it as like, this is just the world that a scared young girl is seeing. It's not necessarily what's real. It's just what, you know... A lot of the monster design sort of ties into that a little bit too. It's yeah. like things that you might be scared of, like dogs. And um, there's the um, that one bullshit monster that just like runs at you and only along streets and in, in a straight line yeah, and the bus zoom right or past whatever you. Whatever it is, dude. I yeah, hate my god. That thing. <laughs> yeah, the weird crawly nerds who just like run you over and they make like a bus crashing noise. It's like that's something like crossing the street could be scary for a kid, right? Especially if you just saw your dog get pulped. Yeah. So like, dude, I walked on the sidewalk for like I swear the next thirty minutes in that game, <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> yeah. Also, this town has like garbage infrastructure for pedestrians. It sucks. They need to get some <laughs> city planners out here because it's just like there's one car in the game except for there's like a car and a truck and actually I think you see two or three cars total and everything's it's like there are no sidewalks. You shit. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Urban planning aside, like a lot of the things in the game could be like, you know, it's just things that a little girl is afraid of. And I would have liked the end to just like you find your sister again and she's just like, oh, you were out here looking for me? Like, oh, no, everything's perfectly fine. Everything's normal. And then she just like walks you back home and everything like you get to see the town as it was, um, mm. like as it actually is mm -hmm. rather than as it is mm -hmm. to the mind of a terrified young girl. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, it's actually like God is real and he hates you and there's <laughs> demons who are going to take your eyeball and you have to use the magic power of charms to ward off the evil hand spirits that literally will crush you to death. Yeah. And it's like, actually, um, hmm. Okay. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. I think it could have gone in two directions for me. I definitely agree with you there. Like I, I just, I, I, at least I think that would have been awesome. Like that definitely would have been a good way to resolve it to me. Because I'm just a crazy motherfucker. I would also accept an ending where somewhere about two-thirds of the way through the game, you literally get a machine gun. <laughs> like, and you just fight your way out. <laughs> I would totally accept that, honestly. <laughs> it starts playing, like, Doom Guy lines over... <laughs> Eat lead. Or, like, a Duke Nukem. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna draw you dead. Like, <laughs> just, like, weird kid lines. I don't know how to... Eat shit, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 what? I didn't bring any extra I lunch for you like today. Um, <laughs> Here's my offering, spirits. <laughs> That's it. We need to create a video game and just have it be that. Hell yeah. Start off as an innocent young girl 
going through a city and then just end and with like become you know, Duke solid snake lines i guess i'm not 100 percent convinced that scary. doesn't exist in this game because i didn't get all the puzzle pieces so maybe if you put those together <laughs> yeah you just didn't find them <laughs> yeah the, the puzzle pieces actually just make uh, an ar-15 yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah well anyways um it is like a little sad though because like i like the first vibes i got when i like first you know entered the city and everything and being like a little scared girl and then seeing like invisible spirits i got like a some hardcore spirited away, away vibes mm-hmm. Like playing it at first. Well, the first thing I did was walk towards one of those like black transparent spirits because I'm like, oh, no face. Yeah. And then it kills me. I'm like, no, okay. <laughs> this game slaps you and it's JK. like, remember this. You will be killed. It's You're like too trusting, Zoe. Yeah, seriously. That's what I did in Laser I, I Fear, was. though. I just walked at the wife character because I was like, ah, what are you going to show me? And she just kills me. Honey, I'm home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me it was like oh hell yeah a teleportation i did that a couple times in this game too because it's like i just want to go back to the shrine so i can teleport somewhere and i was like hello neighbor yeah and just walked right into my own <laughs> yeah yeah i i actually think like I... that is not even a small part of them just like actively making you die and then lose the the, the scary part of it you know what i mean like because he literally like i it occurred to me too like the, the optimal strat is to die right now, which just feels like so <laughs> anti what they were going for. But yeah. Yeah, I did find it also interesting that it just allows you to teleport home from anywhere. Yep. Like, you know, so basically if I was in a sticky situation, I'd be like, menu? <laughs> teleport See, that's what I do home. in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like I'm about to die in Breath of the Wild and then I'm like, and teleport. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you could do it in midair you'd be like jumping off something like with like one heart just scared and they're like surrounding you and you're like and home i should have done this and time to teleport to safety yeah <laughs> like but one thing i kind of wish like and i don't know if it was maybe just some event that i didn't trigger in the correct order or anything but like there's a lot of figures that you come across in the city that aren't really interactable and i kind of wish they were or i at least wish that like and and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong if it happens later in the game like i said i didn't get past the forest um i just completed the forest before i um i had already played six hours and then realized oh crap it's midnight i gotta go to bed um (laughs) but um like i just kind of wish that there were at least maybe like some spirits or like some of those interact like uh, some of those uninteractable characters became interactable like in particular what i'm thinking is like in the schoolyard there's this like little stone guy reading a book that's just kind of like marching around the field mm-hmm. and it, it like it doesn't do anything like you never even talk to it you just kind of have to be like huh cool like and pass by like i was hoping that he'd be some sort of like spirit guide or like i don't know just some sort of like i don't know like maybe you interact with him and he provides you with a shield that lets you just charge through monsters for a a specific period in time like i would have liked to see i guess like some friendly power-up monsters i guess to just make the experience maybe a little more enjoyable i i don't know like i i just felt like that would have like made those sections of gameplay maybe a little bit more interesting in my opinion yeah some friendly spirits not just all demons yeah i remember like <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i felt so friendly sure of this. kind of centipede 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, he kills you a couple times, but like, so does everything, right? That's just standard practice. Exactly. So, no, I remember being like, yeah, this little girl, I'm pretty sure, dies when she goes to open the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's too scary for her. And then, but yeah, no, I, I remember like that marching guy. And I also found like a random, like, hooded dude in the town that I just couldn't interact with that was just like there. He was just like an NPC, but he didn't even move. But, anyways, yeah, I remember being like, okay, there's a bunch of monsters in the middle of this field, or I guess it's like the schoolyard. And, like, surely there's an item in there. So I need to, like, either juke them or drag them out. And then I saw that guy, and I was like, perfect. I'll drag the enemies to the guy, and he'll fight for me. And just, like, the realization of being, like, right next to him, like, I'm safe now. And then them just closing in on me and murdering me <laughs> was just sir? like, damn, sir. <laughs> You're cool, right? We're cool, right? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, cool. Well. There is the one uh, spirit that you can play patty cake with or whatever, or tag or whatever. Is that the girl oh that would have been lovely in in the in the shopping district there's a parking lot where there's one spirit who will appear and laugh at you and like Mm -hmm. you probably ought to just run away from them like you do from everything else but if you read a guide like all of us did as soon as you got to the fucking dog puzzles um yeah it's in there it's just like yeah you can play patty cake with them and then they'll give you a doll and you can use this doll for this really long involved quest involving nonsense (laughs) it's like okay I'm not going to do that, but okay. Cool. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, it's like the part where you can like return all the chickens to the coop, and it's like, do I have to do this? Well, it's a fun little optional. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt about the collectibles. It was just like, wait, like, do they get me anything? It's like, no. So, you know, yeah, I actually, interestingly enough, like, Elena and I did not use a guide for almost the entire game, but it's interesting because when you're playing with two people, like, you have more ideas at your disposal. So it was a lot of us, like, essentially like doing like rate like almost like i want to say radar checks but you know just like just check everything like okay wait let's what inventory like stuff did we get added let's read all the descriptions let's do this like is is there anything else we could possibly use and yeah there was even some parts like specifically where it was just like oh you know like first okay you know that that joke that i try to make a, a real joke but is instead just me referencing myself when i wasn't funny previously um it, where it's talking about reading the script like in terms of like they the game already knows like what it needs you to do like when you like there's a one section where you just start and the objective is like go to the rice fields and i'm like thank god you knew that yeah because like (laughs) i was gonna really struggle to figure that one out have you been reading the script yeah yeah Um, all the times it's like find your sister like okay where yeah (laughs) yeah yeah spent a lot of time wandering around like i kind of enjoyed picking the items up but after a while i did wish the game had given you a little bit more just a tiny bit more direction or something yeah mm-hmm. i get why they didn't give you direction in some cases um but like they, they weren't shy about railroading you in a couple of situations mm-hmm. maybe being slightly more aggressive with that railroading could have been nice hmm. all right hear me out i think we rate this bad boy bad girl um that sounded way weirder now that seemed relevant but anyways no what i just mean this game um let's start with you're talking about the dog let's rate the dog all right james you want to rate the dog the dog's 10 out of 10 no 100 good boy or girl i mean good yeah creature 13 out of 10 (laughs) good dog why does that five out of five dead dog? Yeah, why does thirteen out of ten just remind me of Donkey? That's all I get in my head is just Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
James, you want to hit us up with how you thought about this game, man? Uh, sure. I thought this game, uh, this is a fuck this game. <laughs> how did it compare of, to the other scary games we played? How did it compare to the other fuck this games? What volume level of fuck this game would you <laughs> I give mean, fuck this game? Fuck this game? Like, <laughs> it was, it was only two out of six fuck this games, really. Okay. So that's pretty good. Hmm. Do you think that changed significantly in the second half, or do you think like it was a sustained two out of six? I didn't get to the second half. Least of all, least of all. Yeah. I yeah. Fuck this game. Fuck this game. Are you excited for this week or this weeks to be over, James? Yo, I'm so stoked for this for the for the scary games to be done because they're too scary, dude. Yeah, people are good at making scary shit. Yeah, and this James one wasn't. Lost it wasn't five like years off of his that life. Bad. This was just like, uh, you know, that it was that. Not good. The dog died, and you lost interest. I mean, basically, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I literally said out loud to Elena, like, "You can died. leave if you want." After the dog died, and she was just like, "I think I, I was gonna stay." Like, what the fuck is this? But yeah. Yeah, she she did not like that part, and she made sure to tell me. Yeah, exactly. And then you sent us TikTok like memes for the rest of the evening. I tried to make it up to her. <laughs> All right. Um, so two out of six is not official, but I could do some sort of weird math to put it in. Uh, but in terms of thumbs, James, where minus you- one thumb, minus one. Fucking thumb. the dog dies at the start. Is there like an anti like gold star you can get? Anti gold star, dude. We should consider yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I not only did I hate this game, I, yeah, not only did I dislike this game, I hated this game. Like in a special yeah. way that speaks to my soul. Yeah, dog died. Worst game ever. Yeah. Okay. Um, Basically, though. All right, uh, Adam. You want to follow that up? Sure. Um, it's kind of weird because there are a lot of parts of this game that I really hated, and a lot of parts of this game that I thought were actually okay. Um, I think it probably ends up hovering somewhere around meh. Like, it was frustrating, and typically you don't want games to be frustrating. Like, it's usually a mistake when they are. Um, the The difficulty was badly tuned, and like they had a lot of those like, you know, unforgiving. Uh, excuse me, unforgivable sins with like making you wait fifty seconds between each attempt at a challenging task things like that um but if i set that aside uh i rather enjoyed um the monster design the world art was quite fun the premise was was nice yeah the art was very good um it had a lot of positive qualities that ended up getting buried by this like weird adherence to we're gonna make this game hard for some reason um and that really detracted from what could have been a good experience. Um, and ultimately, I did feel that I was mostly frustrated, but I still didn't hate it. So that's where I am. Awesome. All and right. I didn't hate it out of thumbs. I didn't hate it out of thumbs. <laughs> I get that. I hear that. Uh, Zoe, what'd you think? Um... I'm going to probably give this game a, like, a no thumbs, probably, a meh. Like, 
Story-wise and aesthetics-wise, I really like the style of this game. Um, I, I thought the story was... Uh, th I thought the story was interesting enough. I thought the themes in it were very interesting. Um, kind of like what we already touched base on, I did think that like where the story went at the end like just kind of was confusing compared to like where we thought the game was going um throughout the gameplay um but overall like i i really did like the style um and just the the characters in general um i you know it's it's no no wonder i guess but like i did not uh, like the, you know, needing to have perfect frames to get past a boss, um, especially in a game that has, you know, zero difficulty setting and zero, I guess, handicap assistance. Like, you really just have to be a pro MLG gamer <laughs> to get through this game yep. or just suffer through it, you know, 120,000 times over um, or just get lucky. Um and so for that, like, and also considering that the gameplay itself, I felt really detracted from the main story. Um, it it was a little unfortunate in that aspect. Um, and so, you know, I liked it and I hated it. So I'm going to say meh from me. Reasonable, reasonable. I don't know why you said that somehow. Like it's gonna be like it's a meh from me, dog. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> oh god. It's a meh from me, dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's interesting to see. Like I think the just general like consensus on this game, at least from this. You know, we're, obviously, Gabe, you'll come last, and you get to tell us how you feel. Um, and say the final <laughs> word. Uh, but you know, I I I really do think people have said it and, and nailed on the core of it. It's that. I, I actually think the premise of this game and the art style and the, the story-ish, or at least the atmosphere and the little story elements you get from that, uh, I think that's really cool. Uh, that being said, the the gameplay at times... I think actually... Okay, let's put it this way. There are small points in the gameplay where I actually feel like it really works, and I'm scared and I'm running and all that stuff. And then there's a lot of points that are really hard or really dense in ways that, like... I just don't think I have a place in a game like this, if that makes sense. Like, I really do think they are counter to the scariness that they're trying to sort of uh, create. So that's problematic. And, and you know, it's it's sad because I, I mean, think... Is, is something scary the 10,000th time you've done it? Yeah, exactly. I don't think right. so. And I think it really did get me out of the scariness of it. Um, you know, and I was... I mean, like, but, but it was scary at times. Uh, I was thinking about this, though, like... In terms of friends of mine, like, who could I recommend this game to? Because it's one of those weird games that's not for everyone, but I think maybe some people might like it. But it was it's hard because I I can't actually think of anyone that I would recommend this to for me personally because it's like it's too it's too hard. Like people that like weird obscure games like this, like are not at least in my friends are not typically like mlg players you know what i mean and so it's just like <laughs> I, I can't 
Like I think of Alexa, right? Like she might like a weird game like that. Sorry, this is a random person that nobody cares about. But the point is that she might like this game because she likes weird shit. But the thing is, dude, it's brutally she, hard. She would like it until she started playing it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so it's like maybe if like some ex like Counter Strike Pro needed to like chill and is into horror games, like he could get this. <laughs> but like in front of the rest of us, like I don't know. So yeah, I, I, I definitely find myself like smack down in the middle between what everyone's talking about in terms of the, the game just eating itself. So it's after all that context, yeah, meh, in the middle, no thumbs, if you will. Um, but I do think actually weird concept. I might recommend someone to play an hour or two and then of this game. I think that would be a reasonable recommendation. Hey, if you're down to play an hour or two, um, that would be reasonable, but I would say do not finish it and maybe watch a playthrough for the rest of it, but you probably don't even get the scary part, and so maybe just don't. Um, also notably, this game is 20 bucks full price, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a bit for something like this. Mm-hmm. All right, Gabe, you want to... I mean, there is 45 hours of content. Yeah, it's true. It's a steal. Technically, I suppose. God, I hate when people are like that. This is a 200-hour game. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I don't have time for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Under 99 hours of walking around doing nothing. Exactly. Then one hour of like, oh, my God, this game. One hour of cutscene. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, Gabe, you want to take us home on this? What'd you think? Uh, Yeah, it's... It's cool because you guys can just shit over everything I love. No, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I agree with a lot of the points that everyone's made. Um, I'm going to say, I think just off the bat, I'm going to give it one thumb because I did enjoy it enough nice. to where I actually enjoyed playing it through. Um, however, yes, all the complaints are totally valid. Um, and admittedly, I'd only played like a third of this game when I recommended it. and was like, sick, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then... As I was playing through more of it and got a little more bullshit, I was like, ooh, <laughs> I don't think people are going to like this. <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah. You're I mean, also, I mean, you're in the like 1% of gamers that are both good at games and like weird bullshit. It's true. Like you're the ex Counter-Strike pro that I'm talking about. Like, yes. Yeah, I was thinking about this though because you said to us like, "Hey, man, I played a third of this game, and like, I think we should check it out." And I, I think that really stands. Like, I totally see that viewpoint. Like, if when I played the first third of this game, I didn't have as much complaints with it as as Zoe did in terms of teaching me stuff. And I was like, "Okay, the first third of this game's like rad." Yeah, um, no, I was totally there. And like, I think I don't know when Zoe listened to the podcast we did uh, when she was gone, but like, I guess I guess that part wasn't probably even recorded, so I take it back. But I had at the end of the podcast after we were finishing up. Um, and we talked about the game I'd mentioned like yeah like don't be afraid to just look at a walkthrough because this game yeah doesn't tell you like anything <laughs> um, and I meant to I meant to tell her that particularly, but I forgot whoops <laughs> oops yeah particularly no, the, I, the yeah, rocks I mean, they don't ever tell you that you can turn off your flashlight yeah mm-hmm. and the rocks react to light but they don't indicate that in any way I had to look that yeah. one up mm-hmm yeah they just they just like pretty much just throw you to the wind they're like hey your dog died yep. go figure it out <laughs> yep <laughs> um Sucks, exactly bro. uh yeah so all the stuff all the complaints totally valid i enjoyed the aesthetic of the game um and i enjoyed how it felt fairly plausible like a little girl scared of the real world um and the darkness uh up until the very end where you find your sister in that weird scold 
body demon thing comes down. I was like, okay, that's a little much. And then you fight God. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then the attack on the Titan theme song plays, and it just becomes this like epic combat sim. <laughs> oh, here's your machine gun. Go get him! Like, <laughs> if that happened, I'd probably give the game two thumbs up. Dude, me too, dude. <laughs> Actually, I I kind of would have loved that a little bit if like you're like against the. I mean. It would have been better, I think, than some of the things that they had. It certainly would have been <laughs> against the tone yeah, of it. No, just the, <laughs> like giving you like a magic wand that just fucking lightning bolts everything or yeah, something. Yeah, like ten percent like, of the game is just a huge departure from what the other ninety percent was. Yeah, exactly. I'm into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I enjoyed the game enough, despite all its flaws and its shortcomings and its bullshit tendencies, um, to keep going and finish it and. Uh, there is a sequel that I'm actually I have and I'm probably gonna play it. Nice. And I can report back to everyone to see if it's as bullshit or maybe better. Yeah. Please report the levels of bullshit in this next game. You got it, boss. Thank you. Cool. Tell us if they double down. <laughs> oh God, I hope so. That's the that's what Yomawari Mid Midnight Shadow. I think that's that its name. Called? Yeah. I also feel bad because I bought the game. I bought both of the games for like ten bucks, hmm. and then. I was hoping it was on sale by the time I recommended it for the mm-hmm. the podcast, but it was not. So I was like, ooh. I thought I did get it on sale. Maybe I didn't. Whatever. I mean, you might have. Well, if it's anything like what it's been so far, like next week, Yomawari is going to be on sale for like <laughs> Dude, Layers of Fear was on yeah. sale. Uh, <laughs> and afterwards. Somebody's freaking listening to our podcast. Dude, except I, <laughs> I have a hunch someone us. is listening. <laughs> Outside of Zoe's mom, who we're certain is listening. Dude, she's probably the one setting the prices. Dude, that makes sense. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Zoe, is your, mother's, mom. is your mother's yeah. <laughs> Um Yeah. Yeah, she's like... I'll never I, tell. She, she listens to the episode, and she's like, I want to play that game. I will make it a dollar. Exactly. Buy it. <laughs> but Mrs. Steam, like, that will ruin our margins. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um. Also, imagine being like being Steam and being like, "I'm going to change this price, the price of this game, for an entire week, so that I can purchase it." (laughs) (laughs) It's me, Steam. Dude, is that what happens when Steam's down? Is they're just playing one of the hot games? That's (laughs) yeah, they're like asleep or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, awesome. Well, with that behind <laughs> us, we have one more week of this month, and that is playing a multiplayer game called Deceit, which, by the way, is free, so it's permanently on sale. Uh, and it's going to be exciting. We've talked a little bit before the show about when we're going to play with each other, which means we're all going to report back that we didn't line up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just going to be some fun, relax, chill. Yo, you guys did it. Um, now we get to all, you know have some fun and probably look i don't know james have you seen the it's graphics actually probably game? gonna be kind of tense yeah it's gonna be tiny tense man the graphics are a little scary in that game we're gonna all come to the next episode hating each other like, no, fuck you you said you weren't the zombie you actually killed yeah you're just gonna hear like a gunshot on this side and gable just have shot me in the leg like i fucking knew you were a traitor like um, <laughs> i think our goal for next week is to have james give at least one of these games this month a thumbs up that's so. not gonna happen <laughs> wait james is that true have you not give anything okay what about late oh, okay no not layers of it what about uh the first three any of those first three you liked or no yeah pony actually island i liked pony liked. island oh, okay okay mm-hmm. um 
What were the other two games that we? Static Speaks. Oh yeah, the fuck that game, and then (laughs) Aversion. That's the no, no. That was the fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one? Static Speaks was, My Name. Uh, the Static Speaks yeah. My Name, you super, super hated and you like couldn't even make it through the, the three minutes that game takes to beat. No, I made it through. I just thought I hadn't. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I rushed through the credits. Yeah. I remember was Linnea was like, telling me that you yeah, were live no, texting that. her how much you hated that yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it sucked. That, that game was awful. I hated it. <laughs> uh, fuck that game. Um, and then what'd you think of detention? So it was that one. It was Pony Island, and it was um, Eversion. Eversion. I can't even remember that one. I purged it from my mind. <laughs> that was the one you beat in like thirty-five oh, minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, said yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one that that you guys all really struggled to beat. Yes, dude. You're... And I got like and some of us the bad didn't. ending. Dude, his gameplay when he sent it in, it was like I didn't even like edit it. I just like played it, and it was him just like dumpstering the whole level in like one, and just being like, oh, I guess I beat it. And then it's just like cuts to like Linnea and Zoe and I just crying, like just please no 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 no. no. Um. Anyways, with that, we're gonna do it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, except for in the countries we're banned, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. What, but James needs to pimp out our, our, our oh yeah 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 yeah. I'll just edit this in before. Yeah. Why am I? Why, why this I week is <laughs> this week is sponsored by no, no Visual. Okay. <laughs> Visual wants to say shout out to Zoe's mom. That message sponsored by Visual. Dude, love how our sponsors are so down with the podcast. They're like shouting out shit for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are, are definitely real sponsors that for sure exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our sole listener Visual is more wants popular to, than wants we to are. let us know. Visual wants to let you know that they are a real company that exists. Okay, wait, hold they up. They have an email and everything. <laughs> hold up. I'm going to be real with you guys. If Zoe's mom is our only listener, I think she's kind of doing us a disservice. Here's why. Because she's Steam and she's not sponsoring us. So what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> She's got all this money. And she can't. Oh, anyways, anyways. And she's not cutting us those sweet game deals. That's what I'm saying, dude. Um. Anyways. Okay. Okay. When are we gonna get her? At on least the make it free before we play it. I'm exactly. She would be down for. No, I don't mean to speak for her. But I just mean that. Uh, what's that game? The one that we didn't pick. Your walk. Your walk. Oh, yeah. Your walk. Yeah. That's our Your only walk. chance. Let's get her on for that. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Let's definitely. Sure. Yeah. Dude, I need to. I'll, I'll hit her up. <laughs> you guys heard of... Okay, this is a reference. Yeah, don't even ask we, Zoe. Like, McCoy, make it happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should try and have a have one where, you, where we, like, all get a parent in on the podcast or okay. something. And yeah. it, it's like, well, I played this game and I didn't really like it. Uh, I played this game and I got motion sick the whole time. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't know what a controller is. What the hell no. And then, like, one of our parents, like, we don't know who is, and then that's is just going to be like, I fucking loved it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say that's when my mom comes in, being like, "Get good scrub, you don't do it like I." She's do. like, "I'm a retired Counter Strike pro, and I love this game." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm Steam, and this game was incredible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just go to Steam, and it's just overwhelmingly positive on reviews. Me. <laughs> just like six hundred and sixty-six thousand ne- uh, negative reviews or positive reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think right, this thing we is dead. We should stop recording before we say more dumb shit. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Great choice. Fuck yeah.